And the truth is, we can be grateful and appreciative of every single moment in our life. The moment we open our eyes in the morning. And I know it doesn't come naturally to us, but it's a practice. You can practice it and then it will be part of you, like it will become built in. And I started practicing this. Now the moment I open my eyes in the, mom in the morning, and this is when you set up the tone for the rest of the day. The moment I open my eyes in the morning, because I have been practicing this for a while, I say, I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful for another day. Which is something I never used to think about before. I used to wake up and get, you know, dragged by... Uh, by work and oh I'm late and you know I never thought of that gift that we take for granted that is life another day on earth welcome to the gratitude podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta. My guest today um, has been on the podcast already, and I promised her that once she uh, finishes her book, um, I want to to get to speak about, um, get her to speak about the book as well and also what she's been doing. I appreciate her very much because um, I felt that the, the appreciation for uh, the interview is um, that we did was immense and uh, that meant a lot for me. I do a lot of interviews and um, there are many people that do a lot of interviews as well. And for them, it's not really something special, but I felt that um, Natalie, our guest today, really appreciated being on the podcast. And um, I'm really happy that uh, we get to, to meet again from another place in the world. Right now, she's living in Doha, in Qatar. And... Um, I'm really happy to uh, to share with you this talk and um, all of the things that she's been up to and a really interesting new perspective on gratitude that uh, I actually checked if we, if we ever spoke about this and uh, there hasn't been an episode uh, focused on, on this topic. So uh, welcome Natalie Sader author of The Awakened Goddess Detox, a heart-centered guide to detoxing body, mind, and soul, mastering self-love, and manifesting the healthy life you deserve. Welcome, Natalie. Thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate being on this podcast with you. I really appreciate you and your audience. Uh, it was a pleasure being on this podcast uh, once before, and I'm really grateful we could make it happen another time. Thank you so much. <laughs> my pleasure my pleasure uh it's always beautiful to to resonate with people on on this and on this energy of of gratitude mm -hmm. and appreciation and uh yeah I, I love uh i i might have seen this word in other places but uh i know that you use all appreciation mm-hmm and I love, yeah. uh, I love that perspective. What, what is all appreciation? 
uh, it's just, you know, there's a little um, like difference, the very small difference between gratitude and appreciation. Uh, when we say gratitude, don't you feel like you need to think about things to be grateful for or like mm -hmm. people or like things that are or exist in your life personally? When we think about appreciation, it's not that personal anymore. You can be, you can appreciate the wind. You can appreciate the breeze on your face. You can appreciate the flowers. Like yesterday, I went for a walk in the morning. And after I did like a couple rounds, I just stopped to just, you know, observe all kinds of flowers that were around me. And, you know, all the geometry, the sacred geometry, the, the sacred, the, the colors, um, the, the shapes, and I, f I felt so much appreciation for this world we live in and things that we usually take for granted. So being in, in appreciation, it's more like a state, a state of being than a practice that we need to remember. Oh, today I'm grateful for this or I'm grateful for that promotion I got or I'm grateful for my family or I gra I'm grateful for this, this and that. Appreciation is more like a state of being. It's like a sacred space. And I love this, um, this quote by Wayne Dyer. Uh, he says, gratitude, which for me, like I like to use the word appreciation. Gratitude is a sacred space where you allow and know that a force greater than your ego is always at work and always available. Like when I was looking at those flowers, they don't belong to me. They don't belong to anybody. They were just there for everybody to appreciate. And those flowers, like nature in general, things that are always working without our intervention, they are here because of a greater power, a greater force that's greater than our ego or our control. We don't need to do anything. When you, when you go to nature, like a virgin nature that has nothing to do with a human intervention, and you look around you, there's a divine force in this that does not need our intervention, our control, our effort, and you cannot but feel appreciation for that. <laughs> exactly. You get a sense of awe and... Yeah a sense of appreciation um, at the same time. And um, yeah, I, I love this. I've, I've seen, for instance, uh, trees that were perfectly planted at certain mm -hmm. uh, intervals um, so that they, they look very beautiful from a mat mathematical standpoint in, yes. uh, in Holland. And um, they were they had their own kind of beauty that was man-made um but for me nature in in the way it is in in general in in its rawness um has like like you said the divine harmony something that's mm -hmm. that's beyond our mathematical way of, yes. of seeing the world that that fills us even though it's not perfect you know Yes, yes. I think um, being an appreciation, uh, it, it, it means like just remember when you were a kid and you looked at everything around, around you in awe and like you were amazed by everything. 
if we can reconnect to that, we will always be in, in an appreciation state. If we can reconnect to our inner child and how like everything is amazing and they appreciate like the smallest thing around them. They can like, you can give them, I don't know, a stick. They can play with it for hours because there is appreciation. And you know, with time, we, we tend to like lose the sense of um, appreciation and you know, we start taking things for granted. And this is where all the magic uh, dissipates. That's very true. I, lo I, I know that you have a magic formula for thriving and it includes gratitude. And it also include, includes the other, um, the other topic that I want us to explore today. So surrender and gratitude equal the magic formula to thriving. I love that. Mm -hmm. Can we um, explore this topic a little bit? I'm very curious on your perspective uh, about surrendering. I, I think it's it's amazing that we we didn't get to speak about this topic on on the gratitude podcast much, but it makes so much sense and it's uh, mm -hmm. very um, interrelated with um, with gratitude. Yeah, uh, was that the topic that you were planning to talk about today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Look at the, you know, synchronicity, yeah. Without even talking or planning it together. Exactly, exactly. So, um, like, like you said, basically, there, there are these things that are happening in the world that we, we're not in control of, but that we can appreciate. And um, I, I was thinking that surrendering is... Um, is something that's very hard to do for us, especially when uh, when we are stressed out or uh, mm -hmm. when we need to decide different things for for different people and to to be in the doing of things. And I'm mm -hmm. curious to see your perspective on surrendering. Well, surrender, as you said, is not something that comes to us uh, naturally or easily because we have been taught. And we have been wired to think that we need to be in control, we need to be in action, we need to be doing something in order either to survive or to win or to compete or uh, to avoid problems. So we have been uh, wired in this way. And the more we do that, and I'm sure like your audience like can relate to that, the more you try to control, the more you feel like you cannot control anything. So um, whenever you give up your problems or your challenges or anything that you cannot control to a divine power, to a force that is bigger than you. And whatever you believe in, God, the universe, uh, there's definitely a force, a power that's bigger than all of us that created the world we live in, that created this body that doesn't, um, doesn't really require our intervention to, uh, for our heart to, uh, to pump blood or for our lungs to breathe uh, air. So there is definitely a, a bigger power than us. And once you start practicing uh, giving uh, up this, uh, all the challenges that you encounter in life to that divine power, you feel a sense of relief and you feel like there's a, a divine power that's guiding you. 
uh, to the right place. Because the more you try to control, the more you feel like you cannot control external things. The only thing you can control is your emotions, your thoughts, your attitude, everything that has something to do with you. Everything that's outside of you, you cannot control it because it depends on other people, other circumstances, on the country you live in, on the laws, on the, on the rules, on a lot of other things. So if, you try, if you're gonna try to control all these things, you're gonna feel exhausted and it's quite impossible. So surrender comes with faith, faith, and comes also with a sense of relief that there's something bigger than us that we can rely on. And that's the law of the universe. That's the law yeah. of the universe. Uh, we didn't create this world. We do not control our body to breathe or for our heart to beat or for our cells to function properly. We don't do any of that. So that's a proof that there's a bigger power and we can rely on it. We can rely on it. And I know it's a little bit hard at the beginning, but the more we tap into that sacred, um, that sacred, uh, how I'm gonna call it, um, wisdom that our body has, that nature has, uh, miracles, if we look at miracles, the more we tap into those things, we start believing little by little that we can rely on a, on a bigger power and we can surrender. And when we surrender, when, because when you surrender also, you, you only lose one thing, resistance. Mm -hmm. Because when you think you're in control, resistance comes into play. Oh, I'm in control, I'm gonna make this happen. But then you start thinking, oh, what if the electricity, what if the internet connection goes bad? What if this goes blah, blah, blah? So resistance starts coming in because you're in control. And when, control, when you're, you feel you're in control, there's a lot of responsibility. And with responsibility comes a lot of resistance too because you cannot be responsible of the things that are outside of yourself. And when resistance comes in, you're gonna mess up your vibration. This is why with surrender, you f your vibration become more clear because there is no more resistance. And you become more sense. aligned. You become more aligned with everything that you wanna manifest in your life. And you become more aligned with that divine power. When you surrender, when you let go of control and resistance, you become more aligned with whatever you wanna manifest in life. Because once you eliminate resistance you are not having a split energy towards anything let's say you wanna uh, i don't know attract a uh, a good job okay you cannot control that you can just be in a vibration that can match a good job or the job that you want to manifest which means you have to feel joyful you have to be uh, excited you have to feel an anticipation for what's coming if you're feeling stressed and you're feeling like oh what if if you're if you're thinking about all the what ifs that can happen what if the manager didn't like me what if they ask me a question that i don't know how to reply to what if what if here you are messing up your vibration and you are introducing a lot of resistance so what do we have to do with surrender surrendering means we only need to take care of our own energy, our own vibration, our own frequency, and make that frequency the closest possible to joy, happiness, 
fun, uh, everything that feels good. And when your vibration is of that nature, you are going to attract things that are of that nature. People think they have to do a lot of things in order to get what they want. It's not necessarily uh, linked to action, like or a lot of action. We just have to feel good about something, and this is when we feel inspired, or this is when we are directed uh, to have um, an inspired action in instead of having a controlled or, or a very stressed uh, action. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I, and I wanted to, um, to add to that the fact that it's, it's so interesting how, how it works. Um, you mentioned appreciating and having that sense of awe that a child has. Mm-hmm. And basically when we, when we surrender, we feel that we live because we, we know that uh, we're not in control and we can be, um, we can surrender and we can um, relax. Mm-hmm. And the the interesting thing is that we basically get to a to a sense of being that's very similar to what a child experiences. Uh, for instance, when a child has a parent that's uh, taking care of him or her, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. he is in a state of surrendering. He knows that their yes. parent is taking care of him or her. We get to to experience this appreciation once we're we're able to surrender mm-hmm. you yeah. Know? yeah so i think this this is a really interesting thing that that we can uh that, that we can all think about because when we're in the state of control in when we're stressful we think that every everything depends on us and the truth mm-hmm. is that it really doesn't isn't it it doesn't, yeah. The only thing that can depend on us is our attitude toward anything, our emotions, our thoughts. We can only play around with those things. Anything that's external to us, outside of us, other people, other circumstances, the job, the house, anything else, it's not in our control. Or maybe we, we can play like just a little bit like... I don't know, like a very small percentage in that. But there are other people involved and we can never control how they're going to act, what they're feeling, what they're thinking. So the only thing, if we want to feel like, if we want to have a good life, we, we only can take care of our own vibration, our own thoughts. We can only work on that. If we can only work on that and make ourselves as happy as we can with unconditionally. And this is where where. It gets tricky sometimes because we tend to think that, oh, okay, I need this and this and this and that, and then I'm going to be happy. So we always need things, external things, like I need a car, I need a better car, I need a better job, I need a better lover, I need blah, blah, blah. Once I get those things, I will feel happier. And the truth is, it's the other way around. We got to feel happy just for the sake of feeling happy because isn't that the ultimate purpose of why we are here on earth? Like mm-hmm. why we do everything we do? Yeah. What's the end point? Isn't like feeling happy and living and finding happiness? 
happiness, it's not something we can find. It's something we can be, we can embody. And this is when we don't rely on other things to make us happy. Just be happy for no uh, particular reason. Just be happy. And then things start flowing into your life. And I know it's not always possible to feel and think this way. But that's the key. That's the key. That's the secret. That's the secret sauce. And treating every moment in our life as a not ordinary moment. This is the secret. And this is where appreciation, all appreciation comes. We tend to think that we need extraordinary moments to feel appreciation. Or we need extraordinary experiences to feel like, wow, I'm feeling so grateful for this and that. And the truth is, we can be grateful and appreciative of every single moment in our life. The moment we open our eyes in the morning, and I know it doesn't come naturally to us, but it's a practice. You can practice it and then it will be part of you, like it will become built in. And I started practicing this. Now the moment I open my eyes in the, mom in the morning, and this is when you set up the tone for the rest of the day. The moment I open my eyes in the morning, because I have been practicing this for a while, I say, I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful for another day which is something I never used to think about before. I used to wake up and get, you know, dragged by, uh, by work and, oh, I'm late. And, you know, I never thought of that gift that we take for granted. That is life, another day on earth. With colorful, high-quality, vibrant designs and unique laser-cut shapes, the Unidragon puzzles keep you engaged and create beautiful moments with family or friends that you can cherish together. It's also an effective stress reliever for when you want a quick break from the hustle and bustle of daily life. Go to georgianbenta.com slash unidragon or visit the link in the description for a 10% discount directly on Amazon with promo code GRATITUDE for all Unidragon puzzles. Check out the reviews, people are loving them. So the more you practice being in awe, like we said, or being in appreciation for simple ordinary moments because they are not ordinary every second you are alive is a gift that we need to appreciate definitely it's um habituation the fact that we we got used to to being alive <laughs> to uh yeah. many of the things that we're enjoying and uh, that we we just forgot that they are actually amazing so yeah this is what i mean it's, it's okay to forget if you're feeling good mm -hmm. about your life but yeah. what what usually happens is that we forget and the more we forget about it we become we start living from a state of uh what, what we're gonna call it uh unappreciation and we start complaining about everything about the smallest things. Oh, like someone, I don't know, I was driving and someone like, um, uh, I don't know, like hung at me at the, on the road or um, someone was late for five minutes and we start complaining about things. But when you live in appreciation for the smallest things in life, you cannot complain anymore or, or you complain yet less. Because okay. you cannot have both together. You cannot be grateful or uh, live in appreciation and keep complaining and keep feeling stressful about you know the the 
the very minor things in your life. Exactly, exactly. And I know that there was a situation that uh, got you to feel more grateful about your life. Can you can you share that with us? Yes. Uh, we usually, uh, like people in general, we we wait until there's like a big dramatic event in our lives so we can start, you know, on this journey of appreciation and gratitude. Uh, and there was a moment like that in my life and it made me realize how much life is precious. And every moment that we, that, that we get to spend with our loved ones, that we get to open our eyes, like I said, uh, make our coffee in the morning, um, or just sit in silence uh, with a book. You know, those little things, uh, when you feel like you're going um, to be missing those things because you, I don't know, you, you, you have a challenge in your life or you got an illness or... Um, I don't know, like many people have different experiences and without really going into details, when you feel like, oh my God, this is something I used to take for granted. Like, like let's, and, and nowadays, uh, because you cannot have a big dramatic event happening in your life all the time. So you can remember how to be grateful. And because people also like human being, we tend to forget, right? If we do not practice something, we tend to forget it. And then what? Do we need another big dramatic event to happen in our life? It doesn't have to be like that. Every single day has its own challenges, has its own pains, has its own uh, struggles. So every day when you feel contrast, like any contrast of any kind, let's say pain, we all experience pain from time to another. Like we, or I don't know, we wake up with a headache sometimes, or we have um, tension in our neck, our shoulders. Uh, we strain muscles while we are working out. Like something that happened just today with me. I was working out and it looks like I strained some muscles and I started having pain. So I use any contrast, which is pain, which people think, oh, it's a bad thing. I use the contrast to feel the gratitude. I don't know if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Contrast make me, makes me think of the gift of the blessing that I have, but I'm not aware of, or maybe I take for granted, or maybe I just forget it exists. Like, I don't know, my muscles, let's say, and how they keep me uh, moving, how they keep me in good shape, how they... They, I, I can use my hands and legs to do stuff like all day. So when I have pain, I feel more appreciation for what I have. And this doesn't mean that we need to feel pain all the time to be in appreciation. But pain is part of life. Pain, struggles, challenges. Exactly. As I said, we cannot control everything in life. But every time we experience contrast of any sort is... Uh, it's an invitation to feel more grateful. <laughs> I love it. I love this perspective and I totally resonate with it. And I think it's it's very powerful because we experience contrast, uh, like you said, maybe even every day. And yeah. the way we, the way we see it. Yeah. 
Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. It makes all of the difference, and uh, th- th- this is going to happen the the, the rest of our life. And uh, yeah. by by having this choice and doing things differently, and using contrast in a, in a positive way, we can actually re- reshape uh, our experience of life. And that, from my point of view, it's I don't know more precious than gold or or anything mm-hmm. actually. And also, uh, when you feel appreciation, like when you experience contrast, and then it it drives you to to feel more appreciation for uh, for the muscles, let's say, like I was talking. Uh, when you feel appreciation, the way the pain is gonna dissipate, it's gonna be, or the pain you're gonna deal with the pain, the way you're gonna deal with the pain is going to be very different. Uh, comparing to when you are feeling sorry for yourself, you are focusing so much on the pain, you are uh, maybe uh, feeling guilty because you it was your fault, you did, that thing happened. So when you feel appreciation instead of feeling guilt or shame or fear or lack, this is going to attract what? So let's take these two scenarios. I strained my muscles, I could have felt... I could have started complaining about the pain, focused more on the pain, focused more, oh, oh why did I do, do that, blah, blah, blah. And the other scenario, like what I did today, I felt more appreciation for those muscles that I have in my body that usually are not in pain and that usually you know, allow me to do some kind of movement. When do you think, in which scenario you, you think I'm going to feel the pain is going to ease in a better way or I'm going to feel better, a little better about the pain. That is, of course. Uh, and the second scenario, because yeah. if I'm going to focus more on the pain, guess what? I'm going to feel it more. I'm going to activate it more. Because, because our brain, it just, it's just here to uh, take our orders from our thoughts so okay i'm focusing on the pain why did i do that to myself oh this is so unbearable oh the pain the pain the pain the more you focus on something the more you are activating it and the more it's going to become more powerful so appreciation is not only like a nice practice that you know uh, allow us to attract you know good things in our life or um it's like maybe trendy now. Every everybody's doing the, those gratitude uh, lists or whatever or journal. It also allows us to feel better even about the contrast and to attract more of the things that we want to attract into our life. So if I'm having pain and I focus on the pain, I'm going to attract more pain. If I'm feeling pain and I try to focus on something else that's more uplifting, that's uh, more of a of a more positive energy. I'm going to attract what I'm focusing on. 
So appreciation and gratitude is really like, um, is more than a practice. It's really a state. It's really a space where we can live, uh, like a sacred space where you can go to whenever you feel like, you know, for me, gratitude or appreciation is like praying. You know, like when I was mm -hmm. little, and I used to like, you know, have challenges or in my life or whatever. I was taught, you know, to pray and prayer is beautiful. I'm not saying that anything, is, there's anything wrong about prayer, but I used to repeat words, you know, like they, they, they taught us how to say this and that, and you just tend to repeat words and you tend to lose sense of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Now, I, like my practice changed a little bit and instead of like repeating those, you know, and using those repetitive words, when I feel like I need something to lift me up, I need something to feel more connected to my source. I feel, uh, I, I, I feel like I want something to uh, shift my energy. If I'm having like a bad day, I'm feeling down, I'm having challenges. I practice that. I go to that sacred space. And it's really nice if you can have like a sacred space in your house and have like some, I don't know, like gratitude quotes, quotes or um, anything that can make you think uh, of gratitude or of appreciation. And you can go there and you can just sit. Just sit there and, yeah. and feel an appreciation of all that is. All that is, not only the things that you have in your life, because everything we have in our life, it can be taken away. It can be. It doesn't have to, but it can be. It's not in our control or our power to keep everything we have. So being in appreciation is more of a state of being than having. Yeah. And it's really like a prayer. It's, it's really like a connection to source, to the divine, when you feel that way. And it's going to shift your whole experience, going to shift your whole energy. Um, it's, it's really like a, a very powerful tool to have uh, if you want to feel better, if you want to feel more joyful in your life. And if you want to feel in alignment every time you don't feel in alignment. The thing is, we cannot be in alignment all the time. But if you have the tool, and I think gratitude or appreciation is one of the greatest tools ever. If we have that tool, we can make our, our life a better, a better place <laughs> to live. Many people live in a life where, where they don't feel like really great about it. They don't like the place they live in. They don't like the life. And, these, and I, I used to be one of those people. And I used just to like wake up and go to work and feel like forced to do things and don't understand why I'm here and what I'm doing and feel you know, sorry for myself. But once you start appreciating everything that's around you and within you, you it's, it's really magical. It sure is. It sure is. And I absolutely love your perspective. And I'm, I'm so happy that you, that you shared it with us. And um, I'm, I'm really curious if you've seen in, in the last years uh, since we've talked, um, some things that you thought were interesting that were from uh, from Qatar that were specific mm -hmm. to the people there uh, related mm -hmm. to gratitude. I believe that every place we go to, there's there are many things to appreciate in that place. If we choose 
to look with the eyes of appreciation. I lost you. Can you still yes. hear me? Can you still hear me? Yeah. Hello? So you said yeah. uh, that I was every saying, place I was saying, there are some things. Place, yeah, every place you go to, every place, because I move a lot to many different places. And I believe that every place uh, you go to, you can find so many things to appreciate if you are looking with the eyes of appreciation. Because mm -hmm. if you are looking with the eyes of comparison or with the eyes of um, uh, blame or with the eyes of uh, feeling sorry for yourself or with the eyes of, uh, I don't know, um, why this is happening to me with like being on a victim mode. If you're looking with those eyes, you are never going to find anything to appreciate anywhere in the world. And you keep believing, oh, if I was living in that place, I would feel, I would definitely feel better. And then you, you move to that place and you're still feeling the same because you're taking yourself with you everywhere you go. And if you have this appreciation, the state of appreciation within anywhere you go in every, any situation you're in, you are going to find things to appreciate. That, that's for sure. And one of the things, many of the things like that I appreciate in this beautiful country here. And I know, and why I'm telling you all this, because I know people who live here in Qatar and who are complaining about so many things. Mm -hmm. Like the, the heat, like it's really hot here in Qatar. And there are things that exist. I'm not saying they do not exist. Uh, like the heat, uh, like uh, now, you know, with Corona, we cannot travel uh, and so many other things. Like for me, I, I used to feel like so surprised every time I hear someone complaining about this country. Like I, I find it so beautiful and they are surprised also when I tell them I love this place. How do you, you're come, I mean, you're moving from Los Angeles. How do you, like, don't you feel like it's a very small place for you? Don't you blah, blah, blah. Every place has its, you know, beauty and things that are challenging, right? Every place you, you can go to. It's your choice where you want to focus. Where I want to focus. I want to focus on the things that are not going like really well or not to my liking because, you know, different people have different liking. I always, I look around, I find that, you know, aesthetically, this is a very beautiful country. They really take care of the aesthetics. Uh, I like that it is a small country. It's feel like more cozy. Uh, I like the vibe here. It's like a more of a slow living. It's not really hectic. So I focus on the things that are really beautiful about this place. And uh, these are some of the things. And during Corona also, they were like really doing an amazing job at keeping everybody safe and taking all the measures that they need to take in order, you know, to um, prevent like more spread of the, of the virus. So I feel grateful for everything that is in this country. Because maybe not because of the things by themselves, but because I, um, I practiced, you know, feeling appreciation enough. So now I cannot look at anything without seeing the beauty first. And when you see the beauty first, other things are not of a big importance anymore. Mm -hmm.
That's even so with even even like when I talk about beauty now, you know how like people tend to uh, tend to um, describe other people, especially women. Oh, this one is uh, is beautiful. This one is uh, more fit. This one is um, skinny. This one is like that, and they tend to categorize like, oh, this one is pretty. This one is not. And I was raised this way. And I talk about this a lot in my book. And I used to see women in the same way that I have been raised to see them and to put them in categories. Since I started changing my, my thoughts and the way I perceive things and appreciation also, like appreciating uh, beautiful things in other people, now I do not see one single woman that I don't find beautiful. I swear, like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> and people, like, my friends, like, oh, is she beautiful? I'm like, yeah, she's beautiful. She's, she has her own, like, unique beauty. No, 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 no. How do you see? Yeah, I do see her. I do see every, I do see, because I practice seeing beauty in everything and appreciating uh, the uniqueness uh, of everything. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. And it's it's such a great practice for all of us um and it actually helps us resonate with that beautiful energy and uh, it helps us see the beauty inside of us as well which is mm -hmm. very yeah. important yeah yeah and i and started seeing myself also more beautiful mm -hmm. than before i mean i'm not a hundred percent there nobody is right but yeah. when when you have this practice you are in a better place internally and also with the things around you. Nobody, nobody has this, nobody has, has it all figured out, right? But the beauty is in the journey, is, is in the details of everyday life and how you perceive things and how you fine-tune your perspective every day a little more and how you change a little bit, how like the angles from where you, you see things. And it's going to keep changing and it's going to keep getting better and better the more you practice. Exactly, yeah. So tell us a little bit about uh, the book and also where can our audience find it? Yes, so um, in 2019, I started writing uh, my book that I wanted to write uh, for years. Uh, can you and please repeat because I, I lost you for a few moments? So in 2019? Okay. Yes, I started writing my first book. And this is something I always wanted to do. It was something inside of me. And uh, people who are listening to us now and who wrote a book or who want to write a book, they can relate to this. So it took me years to start writing. And then finally, once I started, uh, it took me like nine months, maybe. <laughs> uh it's funny it's like you know giving birth to a baby <laughs> and then i was in the middle of like moving from the u.s uh, to qatar uh, to to dc first and then to qatar so um it was definitely a very challenging time with having two kids also and moving and living in hotels and all that stuff uh but it was also very healing for me to be writing my book during that period of time uh, because when you write, you're not only helping or guiding other people, you are also healing yourself. 
so I wrote this book and it's called The Awakened Goddess Detox. And it's not the usual detox that tells you what to eat and what not to eat only. I mean, I don't say what to do. It's, it's more of an inspiration. Uh, I talk about my personal experience with food, with body image, how I was raised, uh, how was my relationship with my body and with, my, with the food on my plate. And I also uh, shared a lot of uh, my experience with my clients. And the book is more of a spiritual and uh, mind detox. There's, of course, a, a section in the book that's related to food and recipes. It's a seven-day uh, detox with breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and snacks in between, and positive affirmations for each day. But the main reason why I wrote this book is uh, to have a better relationship with our food that became a little bit... Um, conflictual lately and there's a lot of confusion because everybody uh, there's there's always a lot of confusion uh, that's related to different food that we're eating nowadays like bread uh, gluten uh, nightshades tomatoes eggplants like every expert would come out and say oh this food no stay away from this food it's if you eat this food you're gonna have this and this and that um, and all the different diets also all the pressure from society to try this diet to lose the weight um, there's always this uh, feeling that we're not enough, we're not doing enough, there's something wrong about us. Uh, if we do this, this is, the wrong, uh, this is the wrong way to do it. If we eat this food, oh, we're doing a big mistake. So there's a lot of conf confusion nowadays uh, when it comes to food. And food is considered something that should give us pleasure and nourishment. And this is why many people nowadays, they are struggling to lose weight or they are struggling uh, with other conditions uh, that are related to food, it's because we are we have created the split energy. Uh, like we want something, we desire something, and then we are afraid of it, or we have confusion towards it. Uh, and this is why many people nowadays, or many women, or many men, they are trying different diets, they are going on different diets, and they are not being able to lose the weight because of this um, ambivalent energy around food and around our body. So I, uh, I share my own experience, I share uh, some of my clients' experience and how we worked on other things other than food to uh, reach our goal of losing weight or like having a better relationship, having a better body image, uh, feeling uh, comfortable in our own skin. Uh, and it's not only related to food, actually food is a very, very small per percentage of the equation. Uh, I also share a lot of uh, tools that we can use and gratitude is one of them <laughs> in the book on how we can reconnect to our inner goddesses as women and this is going to help us a lot to uh, have a better relationship uh, with our body, with how we perceive ourselves and uh, to also... Um, to also uh, do this practice that everything we believe, everything we think of, it's going to manifest in our life. If I'm eating something and at the same time, if I'm eating something that somebody said, oh, this is very healthy. But at the same time, in my mind, I have built this momentum of like feeling scared or feeling like, oh, nothing's going to work for me or I'm never going to lose this weight. If I'm having those beliefs in my mind, 
the, the diet's not going to work. Anything I'm going to do around food is not going to work because it's not only about the food. So I share a lot of practices, a lot of tools that can help you change those mindsets, change those beliefs uh, so you can manifest the, the, the very thing that you want, be it uh, feeling better in your own skin, losing the weight, uh, looking more beautiful. I share also... Um, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Louise Hay, and I share also how uh, the mirror work has helped me and my clients uh, to feel better about themselves, and a lot more uh, practices too. And like I said, there's also the section uh, with the seven-day detox, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and a positive affirmation for each day, how we can talk to our body, because the body is confused now. It's not enough to just give it the food that it needs to eat. We have to prime our body because it has been through a lot of confusion, through a lot of fear. So we need to, to prime it, to, to prepare our body for, for the food. And I talk also a lot about the power of intention, positive affirmations, um, journaling, and a lot more uh, other, other things too that, that's going to help us uh, to have a better relationship with our body and with our food and um, manifest the, anything that we want to manifest in your life to live a, a beautiful life, a healthy, um, well-balanced life. Beautiful. Thank you very much for, for being here with us. Your, your book is available on, on Amazon, right? Yes, it is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, any online uh, uh, website where you can find and uh, buy books. Mm -hmm. uh, Goodreads, uh, uh, Walmart, Target, all these places uh, where you can buy book, books online. And, um, and yeah, I am really grateful for being here today. And I felt like there was the flaw and uh, a beautiful flaw in everything we talked about. And I'm very grateful for your audience for listening um, and tapping into this uh, conversation. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I feel the same. I think it, it was a, a really powerful interview and I'm really glad that um, we got back together to do this once again. Thank you very much, Natalie Sader, for uh, being a guest on the Gratitude Podcast and for everything that you've shared with us. Thank you so, so much. I feel a lot of appreciation for you and for your audience. Thank you. Hey Gratitude Seeker, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude.